Welcome back to the Blindside Rewind. I am one of your hosts, Jeremy Timmerman, joined as always by my buddy Justin Baxley. Justin, how's it going, buddy? It's going. Uh, we're, we're, we're motoring through the year. Um, it feels like, you know, just a few months ago we were, or a few weeks ago, but I know it's been months ago, we were just talking about the end of, of last season of Survivor and, you know, wrapping up, you know, school and, um uh, you know the it, the the start of summer and all that jazz, and here we are. We're we're, we're rolling into fall, and uh, you know it'll be Christmas before we know it. It will be. It will be. Um, for those of you who don't know, this, I mean, you can tell by the episode title. This isn't a surprise, but this is kind of a tradition for us. Ever since we started uh, a, a podcast, we start launched this podcast around the end of season forty which was obviously the throes of the pandemic. Um, spent some months uh, reviewing old seasons of Survivor. Most of that is still there. We had a technical issue with our platform that uh, some of the episodes aren't there, but a lot of it is there. And then once new seasons started back with season 41, we started recapping current seasons. Um, and really in the last couple of years, that's all we've had time for. We're very, very, we're, we both have busy lives, lots of things going on, lots of irons in the fire. Justin has recently launched a big program through his work um, that, that we're all super proud of. Um, I've got like at least a hundred kids. There's a lot of kids around here and I never know how many it is, but I think it's four right now. Um, but one thing we do at the start of every season, is what we call the drafty draft. Um, and we really like it. So it's a, it's a fun episode. Um, you know, I specifically, so we both do this. We go a little bit off the rails. So if you've never listened to one of our podcasts, either this is the perfect episode for you to listen to, or maybe you should start somewhere else and go to like <laughs> one of the more tame episodes of maybe like a, a first episode of last season type episode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this this tends to get off the rails because of the way we do it. By the way, Justin, I did pop a top. I don't think you could hear me because it's a bottle this time, and so they'll make a little bit less noise. Um, but I'm, I'm being a basic white boy, and I'm drinking a Sam Adams Oktoberfest this evening. You know, I, you know what? It's the first one. It's it's the first episode for us in a while. Let me break it out because you gave me this beer, and I hadn't drank them all. I'm down to my last one. All right. Oh, it's a little bit of mango wit action. That's right. I picked you up that one from Florida, right? You did. I've got one left. This is it. Well, man, I may have one more. Um, really solid. Um, I'm a big fan of mango in general. Um, this doesn't have like the overwhelming mango power of like a sour. Um, but it's got the hint and it's enough for me. I think anything more might be too much, uh, Anything less, it would feel like an IPA, and I don't, you know, you know how I feel about those. He's not a fan. Not a fan. So, so we we are not a beer podcast. We are a Survivor podcast. But just to explain what the drafty draft is. Normally, we do this um, the Wednesday that the cast drops. Um, is why we started doing this way. When there's no videos out, there's no interviews, there's no trailers. There, there's one trailer, but there's all you have is the printed word. It's a picture. Entertainment Weekly does this one, and we we tend to use their their link for this. But it's the basic bio. Um, <laughs> fortunately, I know that we are both so busy that neither one of us has watched any videos that are out there. Yep. So it's still the same in spirit <laughs> that we what we know is what's here on the page, and we just kind of blind react and draw a roster, and then there's fantasy points. Um, I will tell you, Justin beat the brakes off of me last season. According to my records, he beat me 122 to 80. Uh, just absolutely dominated me. I think he had all three of the final three. Um, or did I have one? Uh, you may have had one. I had what, who were the, four of the five who, or something. Who were the final three? Was it Carolyn, Jam Jam, and um, Carson? Or No, it was Carolyn, Jam Jam, and Heidi. Yes, you had all three of them. Oh, okay. Well, um, I was trying to give you some credit there. Yeah, you absolutely whooped my tail. And he has deferred to me to allow me to pick first. He likes to do that. Um, I'm a giving person, folks. He's a giving person. It's certainly not so that he has time to do a little research while I'm talking. That's got nothing to do with it, um, of course. We do a snake draft uh, just to kind of um, 
give both people a chance to talk a little longer. Um, so I'll pick first, then Justin will do his two, first two picks, and then I'll do two picks, so on and so forth, until we've picked all nine people. Um, we are as successful. Justin did have great success with early picks last year, in that he picked or last season, and that he picked Carolyn and Yam Yam with his first two picks or Jam Jam uh, with his first two picks, and they of course were uh, two finalists, and Jam Jam was the winner. We've also had some players that we picked dead last that ran very deep into the season. So who knows? We're not good at this. It's just entertaining, and it gives us a way to kind of break down the cast and introduce all of us to the cast. So it's fun. Uh, Justin, are you ready for me to make my pick? Go for it. I'm going a little bit different um, with my first pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not somebody I normally would go with early, but I've got a sneaky good feeling about this guy, Jake O'Kane. Um, oh, let me tell you what I like about Jake. O'Kane pick. Sorry. Wow. It was an O'Kane pick. Um, he's an attorney, which, you know, lawyers have mixed results on Survivor. Um, I like that he's tough. Uh, he has lost 80 pounds. He recently decided that he was going to get in shape and he's lost 80 pounds. Um, and all of this is fine. He, he wants to modify his, or, um, model his game after Wendell. He identifies with Wendell. Um, that's good. He likes theater and Dungeons and Dragons, which are two things I like, but let me tell you what jumped out to me. He finished a Spartan race. (laughs) And if you've never seen Spartan races, if there is something that you and I can do in just everyday life, uh, that we could just sign up for and go do that emulates some of the difficulties of survivor physical challenges. It would be a Spartan race. They do a lot of those, you know, crawling through the mud, crawling through nets, climbing over walls, all those kind of obstacles that make us go, man, that would suck. The, the, it, it's a part of a Spartan race. So if he's trained for those and he's done those, I just like his ability coupled with the mind of an attorney. Um, I really think, he has kind of a good combination that he could be good strategically, but also be a real asset in team challenges, which will get him to the merge and then maybe be really good at some of those post-merge individual challenges. So with the number one overall pick and therefore very likely to be an early boot, I'm taking Jake O'Kane. I love it. Like I said, it was an <clears throat> O'Kane pick. It was an O'Kane pick. It was very O'Kane. This was the, I'm really terrible at this, folks. Um you will, like, if you were looking for terrible humor tonight, you got it. Um, yeah, yep. If what you were looking for was some terrible puns and probably some inappropriate things to be said, we are going to have that handled for you. Yeah. So, with my first pick, I'm going to let my freak flag fly. <laughs> Folks. Okay. <laughs> you said inappropriate. And so, I'm letting my freak flag fly. I'm taking... Kendra McQuarrie because she says the first player I really connected with is Carolyn from season 44. I like her and I'm not afraid to be myself and let my freak flag fly. I really want to say fry. I don't know. Anyway. Listen, you are, I I would never attempt to say that phrase on the podcast. No. Simply because of what's happening to you right now. Yeah, it's going really well. Uh, so letting the the freak flag fly uh, is 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 Kendra. Um, you know she talks about that. Uh, she talks about loyalty and such. Um, she completed the Camino de, de Santiago. No clue what that is, but it sounds really cool that she completed it. Um, they those the, they they Thanksgiving food and stuff. So. Um, I don't. I don't think that's the kind of pilgrimage that it is, Justin. All right. Well, I'm out. Um, she says she has some some moxie. Believes that she's going to be able to guide her way to the soul survivorship. Uh, and she says she talks exactly like Drew Barrymore, which could be a good or bad thing depending on if you're part of the writer's strike. Um, topical. Topical. That's what you're getting. She's a bartender. And look, here here's here's the here's something that I'll throw out there. I went with Carolyn last year because she was a counselor. And I truly believe that bartenders are very similar to counselors. You're not wrong. They listen to all your problems. They medicate you. 
uh, alcohol. And a lot of times they give great advice and they, they're really easy to connect with. Some of my best friends are barbers. I don't know what that says about me. Um, maybe I'm on. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I'm going with Kendra McCory with my first one. And then my second one, I saw a lady up here that I really liked because she looked middle age. Uh, and you know how I feel about my middle-aged women. Justin drafts a lot of middle-aged women is what he's trying to tell you. I do. I'm not saying that's my type or anything. I'm just saying I draft a lot of middle-aged women. Would it be Julie Alley? No, it's not her. I just passed. Okay. No, this is a different lady. Um, she was near the very top. Here she is. This is this is riveting stuff, no, folks. You know what? She is not middle-aged. And now I feel bad, so I don't know that I can take her. Um, is, no, 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 you have to now. Look, 20, I know exactly. She's 26. It's Valaderas. I don't know, but I shouldn't have done that anyway. Uh, she's it's probably Valladeras. That, that's probably much closer than what I just did. Uh, fiery, <laughs> wildly enthusiastic, and empathetic are three words. Yes, she says three words that describe her. That's four words. That's four words. I'm off to a fantastic start. Um, she feels like she'll play the game like Tony, that she's the ultimate persuader. I love that I just picked somebody who's going out first. Um, <laughs> she does CrossFit. She doesn't like bad tippers or road ragers. Absolutely. Going home. Um, yep, she's gone, brother. Good pick. She, she, running, she did her first full marathon. Uh, I'd only ever run three miles total, so I signed up to run 26.3 miles. Uh, and she figured it out along the way. Uh, her biggest inspiration in life is her dad. You know what dads are somewhat like? Moms. And if you mentioned your mom, I'm drafting you. So, close enough. So, those are my two. Let us out. All right. Well, there's that. Um <laughs> Justin is always good for a mama's boy pick, and he has come through for us again. With with my next pick, I'm going to stay at the top of the list here. I'm going to take Austin Lee Kuhn. Um, so I like him, first of all, because he compares himself to Owen Knight. If you know me, I loved Owen in season 43, I think it was. He was actually my first round pick that year. Um, it, he got me a lot of survival points. You know, he lasted a long time. That's about all. Um, but he says that he'll play most like Jay and Wendell and I like Jay a lot and Wendell won. So, um, I, I just feel like that that's a good combination of, of play styles. I also like that he is a grad student. Um, so, you know, he's smart. Education's important to him, but He's, a, he's athletic as well. I'm, I'm going for this balance, the balance of intelligence and athleticism. He was on the All-American team at the Volleyball Junior Olympics when he was 15. So um, I, just, I just feel like he's a guy that's got good balance and could be very valuable to my team. For my next pick, I am going all the way to the bottom, um, which was a bad idea because it took me a while to get there. Uh, Sabia Broderick. Um. What caught my eye about her is that she has a very wide range of experiences. She's a truck driver, but she spent four years active duty in the Marine Corps. This chick is tough. She plays basketball, so she's athletic. She's physically tough, but also that truck driver thing and the the Marine Corps thing, those are kind of um, endeavors where you have to deal with a wide range of people. Um, and because of that, I feel like she's somebody who will be able to connect with people um, across the game. And she says that she values an alliance partner, a chameleon, somebody who can adapt and keep a level of secrecy. So, and then she says, trust is a given, but I'd like to align with the least suspected but most sensible. She's thinking about some of the things that I think about in the game that, like, it's valuable for me as a straight white male to not necessarily jump into a bro alliance with straight white males. We've talked about how those homogenous groups are not successful. She's already thinking about that, that she wants to pair with people that make sense, but aren't the most obvious. So really thought about her first, but I wanted to make sure I got old Jake 
Uh, so I'm, I'm going to take Sab- Sabia Broderick. I love it. Uh, I'm going to go with Nicholas Sifu Alsup. Uh, Is it because he reminds you of Jam Jam or was that just me? It was 100% because it reminds me of Jam Jam. And he, right? It's a cool little nickname too. I love that. Uh, he's been a martial artist his whole life. He's been studying Yang style Tai Chi. Don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. Uh, it does. Uh, says he'll play like Tony, so I'm really loading up on the Tony folks. Uh, he loves Dragon Ball Z. You know who else loves Dragon Ball Z? I do. Justin. I'm a big fan. Um, it's over 9,000. Um, biggest inspiration, his father, which again, the, the opposite of a mother. Uh, so somehow that works. Um, he seems like a really cool guy though. So he, he's, uh, he also wants to have a massive impact on the world outreach, uh, whether it's for kids, uh, work with for autism. Uh, he mentors, uh, helping underprivileged kids. Uh, he says he's outgoing, loving and empowering. Uh, he's 30. Uh, so right in that little sweet range for, for survivors. Um, I just think he, he seems to be like he, he could be a comp beast, uh, cause he's a gym owner. So it's not like he's, uh, you know, he, he's not coming off the couch, uh, so to speak to come play survivor. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll go with him. And then my next pick we're going to go with is, Where, where, where is this person at? Uh, we'll go with Hannah Rose. Why? She identifies with Aubrey. That's really the only reason I need it. Um, she doesn't like narcissists. I don't really like them either. I'm probably, anyway. Um, <laughs> she's uh, cut, willing to play cutthroat when she needs to, but she's also got some comedic relief. Big fan of that. Um, she's a therapist, so again, I'm going back to the well uh, on these therapists. And you know, like I said with Carolyn, she reminds me a lot of Carolyn actually. And I it's like the tattoos, but that's what I'm thinking is why I'm probably on board with her uh, is that she's feeling a lot like Carolyn. So I'm going to go with with uh, Hannah Rose as my other pick. I like it. I like it. Um... She also reminded me of Carolyn a little bit, by the way. Um, so good, good call on that. Uh, and I'm going to assume that because Nicholas Sifu Alsup has Sifu on his bio, that's what they're going to call him, and we're never going to remember that his first name is actually Nicholas. Um, because because it was similar with Jam Jam. I don't remember what his first name actually is, mm-hmm. but they never said it on the show. Jam Jam, not his first name. No, it's something Jam Jam. Whatever his last name is, yeah, we—I uh, can tell you because we, 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 I wrote down whatever he's. Nope, it's it's just jam jam on my paper. So who um, knows? I will say seafood also sounds like seafood, and I really like seafood. I'm sure he's never heard that before. So no, you you would be the first person to tell him that. It, you really think so or no? No, he's probably heard that a whole bunch. Okay, well I tried. Um, I'm going to go with Kelly Nelbandian. It's just a whole theme I've got going on. Okay, she is thirty. Uh, she it's continuing the whole she's a board game nerd she likes strategy but she also plays soccer so you know the 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 two sides the intelligence and strategy with the athleticism i just like it but also she is a nurse she's a critical care nurse she worked as a nurse through covid in new york city nothing is going to be too stressful for this girl we've seen it with people in the last couple seasons and throughout survivor People who just couldn't handle the pressure. And they ended up going home early because they couldn't handle the pressure. That's not going to be her. Um, she is somebody who is going to, I don't, I don't think, thrive under the pressure. Because once you've dealt with some of the things she's dealt with over the last three years, you know, uh, a, a night on the island that's a little cold, probably going to be too, probably going to be cakewalk for her. Uh, for a lot of people, Survivor is tough. For her, it'll probably feel almost like a break because all of those things that are tough about Survivor, the having to think on your feet and make decisions when you're tired and hungry and um, 
uh, the messiness, just not being clean. Those are all things she deals with on a day-to-day basis. So I'm going to go with Kelly Nalbandian, if nothing else, as, as just a pick who can last. Um, and then last season with the sixth pick, I picked Bruce Peralt. <laughs> okay. Wow. You good and, and this season, I, I want to make sure I get him. And I feel like you're going to take him from me. So with my fifth pick, I'm going to take Bruce Peralt, and hopefully this time he can avoid hitting his head. Bruce. And I'm going to take Bruce. I like Bruce. I like Bruce last season. I could probably just be lazy and sub in whatever I said, you know, edit in whatever I said about Bruce last season. Uh, But I just like him. 47. We've seen him play a little bit, and um, he seemed like somebody who was really good at connecting with people. Um, He loves the game. We could tell that. he got hurt, so I think he's going to have a um, – I think he's just going to have a real vigor for the game. And, and really, he's going to want it because he, he's tasted the game and, and got it taken away from him. So, I, and, and I, you know, I, I think he's got enough experience making connections with people that he can kind of uh, – he knows how he reacts out there and he knows the things that rub people the wrong way. And he'll have a little bit of an edge without being – this isn't dropping in – you know, Rick Devins or David Wright or one of those kind of people that becomes an immediate target. This is dropping in somebody that's essentially a newbie, but he has a little bit of experience. So I'm going to take old Bruce with my fifth round pick. That's good. That's solid. Uh, I'm going to go to the well this time and I actually go, go to it. Uh, this one's right up my alley. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Julie Alley is just with next. Uh, yes, Jeremy. That is shameful. Just shameful. You know you love that. Uh, Ugh. She identifies, gross. She, she identifies with Suri. Uh, I like Suri. Um, getting up off the couch, she's 49. Um, you know I love my middle-aged older women. Um, I'm going to cut that, and that's just going to be my ringtone if you ever call me. All right. I love that. Uh, almost as much as I love them older <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been told there's a song out there that says they're beautiful lovers. Um, gosh, I'm gonna get we're gonna get kicked off. Um, <laughs> she said her biggest infl- inspirate inflation inspiration in life is her mom. Therefore, gotta pick her. So it's a mom pick. Uh, when she was attorney's office at 39, so she got a divorce at 40. Uh, she called her mom. Uh, she let her know that like. Uh, to tell her that she was going to be an attorney. She wanted to go back to school. Um, and so she told him, you know, that she's done it before and pushed through. And so she got to be that and go, like, try to be her own hero sort of sort of thing. And, you know, she talks about having to, you know, pass the bar and then graduate in law school within the same week of her daughter graduating high school. Like, she'd gone through some stuff. Um, she's been watching Survivor since Second Chance. Uh, she was she was forty at the time. It was when she started watching the show. Uh, so I'm big in on, on on Julie Alley. I think that's very up my alley on ter- in terms of the pick that I like to make. Did it did it again, uh, just for your benefit. Uh, and then my next one. Um, I think that was her. Uh, let me make sure. Yeah. So the next one I'm going to go with is Emily Flippin, and I was flipping excited. <laughs> <laughs> to pick her um, um she moved to shanghai when she was 18 and, and jeremy i think when you're when you you she's been she was a part of a sino american university over in china i think being able to kind of be exposed to like different cultures at such a young age um and she's had like she's not coming right out of that because you know like when you experience that stuff at a young age sometimes you can come across as like not necessarily seasoned and having that cultural understanding, like you're coming out of it and you think you've achieved that. And so you come across as kind of snobby because you spent some time in China. This feels like somebody who has done that, but then went and lived for 10 years. And to me, that means she's actually going to have that as a, a skill set. Um, if that makes sense. Like, I think she can actually use that to her advantage over her cap. I like, I like, I mean, I have cats. I dote over them. Uh, she likes playing. Are you a doter? Do you dote? I dote. Uh, she enjoys playing, playing video games. You know who else enjoys playing video games? 
this guy. Uh, she meal preps. I eat meals. Um, (laughs) (laughs) One thing about Justin, that if it ever comes time that he's on Survivor, he can at least bullcrap his way to a connection with anybody. Oh, you meal meal prep? I eat. We're like the same person. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you know, Jeremy, like, if I was even half physically fit, I would consider going on Survivor. Because I do genuinely think that I could connect with just about anybody. You could. Um, you could. You'd be great at that part of the game. I would be really good at that part of the game. But then as I'm drowning in Fiji, I may not be. Um, that would be. Yeah, it really doesn't matter the fact that you eat meals and they prep meals if you're drowning. Like that. Correct. And I don't mean like drowning in the social game and all that jazz. I mean like literally drowning. Because uh, I can't swim. Um, somebody should teach me how to do that. You know what? All of our. Listen, our tens of listeners out there, if you can offer to, to teach me to swim, we'll get you some uh, one side rewind merch. Jeremy, we can get the I got right? I, I've got some stickers somewhere. Right, I can we'll, find them. We'll get you find the one side rewind sticker. If you can, I can go on. Uh, last sure, that's, a, that's, that's totally a fair. Uh, a, a fair swap that they teach a grown man how to swim and you give them a sticker. That is sure. That's that's totally even. All I'm saying is I can pull that off. I'm already ready for Survivor. Uh, uh, there it is. Th- th- that was your two picks. I don't know if you're planning on picking any more. <laughs> no, I wasn't finished talking about flip. Oh, you're, you're don't go flipping out. <laughs> <laughs> her inspiration is her dad. We are on a roll tonight with dads because you know what they're like, Jeremy. They're like moms, you say, but like they're like moms. So we're going with the lady who loves her dad. There we go. All right. So we've had mom season. We've had dad season. We had a alliteration season. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember that one, but you did. Um, it was all C's, I think. So my pick is going to be. I don't know what they're going to call this person. Uh, Janani Krishnan Ja. Her stage name is J Maya. I'm just going to write J. Maya and hope that that's what they call her. The reason I didn't take her, not because I don't think she'll be a great person. I'm glad you got her, Jeremy. I didn't want to try to say the name. Well, I have to pick some women because I don't know if you've noticed this. I like to do a balanced roster. Um, half, you know, It's nine, so you can't do half and half, but roughly half and half. You have drafted five women in your first six picks. So I felt, like, felt the need to take a woman so that one, I could have, have a few of them at least. Listen, one might say I'm a ladies' man. One might. You one might one might say that that is a thing that someone might say. They would be inaccurate, oh. but they could say it. So one of the things I like about her is she knows herself, even though she's only twenty four. She knows herself, um, and, and I say that because she got early admission to Harvard Law School. I have heard that Harvard's very difficult to get into. I never tried, so I think maybe I could get in, but I don't know that. I watched that um, stealing Harvard once. I did. I think I watched that movie. So, like, we're ready. We could get in. Um, but she turned that down to pursue a career as a singer-songwriter. And those are the things that, like, a lot of us wish we had done. You know, we've all hit periods in life where it's like, man, I wish I had done that thing. And she did that thing. Um, she became a singer, and she apparently she's successful. Um, I don't know. I've never heard of her. Um, I'm old. You know, I'm 37. So whatever music 24-year-olds are making, I'm... I probably wouldn't even understand it. And I'd be shaking my fist at clouds, but kudos to her. Um, she she does she she runs she plays soccer so she's she's got some physical um, ability. She likes to make puns. We also like puns. I like puns a lot. Um, and so yeah, I, I just think that uh, I just like that about her that she knew who she was and jumped on it. But I think as somebody who is, she's going to get overlooked because she's small and she's young and she's a woman, you know, she's, she's going to get, there are going to be people who will overlook her in this game, similar to the way Erica got overlooked. She was a small, um, unassuming woman and was able to sneak to the end and win. So I, I I just, I like Jay Maya. And so I'm going to take her with my next pick. I'm going to fill in some words here because I don't know who I'm going to take next. So this is me stalling while I figure that out. Uh, Brandon Donlin. Yeah, there you go. That's him. Why not? Hey, he, um, tabletop games, Jeremy. Do what? He mentions tabletop games. 
Well, then, then he's my guy. Um, he's big. So he's somebody like at this point, I'm looking for people that I think, I mean, I'm on my sixth, seventh pick. We're final six people we're drafting here, right? So ideally, I say this every time, and, and it never ends up this way. These are people that are going to go early. So at this point, if I can find people that I think will go further, for any reason, I'm going to take them. And Brandon seems like a big dude. He looks like a big dude. I don't know. He's not standing next to anybody in this picture. So he could be tiny, for all I know. But he looks like a big dude. Um, let's see. Can I tell? Oh, no. They've got him kneeling in the group picture. So he's probably short, actually. But anyway... He looks like a big dude, so I'm going to pick him. Um, he does mention tabletop games. I like that. Yep. Um, See what he said? He hates tabletop <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Yeah, tricked I was, me. I was waiting on it. <laughs> yeah, tricked me. See, folks, we do all kinds of research for this. We're so ready. He hates tabletop games. He does give off a big tabletop game energy. He says that. And looking at him, I was like, ah, he does play tabletop games, doesn't he? He looks like he plays tabletop games. He's got that right. If I saw him, I'd walk up to him and I'd say, hey, you ever played Xenoshift? He'd say, what's Xenoshift? Because he doesn't like tabletop games. <laughs> um, but uh, he, he says he would like to play like David Wright, Mike White, Cochran Pinner, people who played well. Um the more I think about it, I don't like this pick at all. But I picked him, so there he is. I was really um, hoping you would end up with him. Like he was the he was the one, and this means he's gonna win, folks. He was the one person that stood out to me like I if I can just avoid getting him on my team, I will feel good. Cause his quirks are just like he hates adult males with Snapchat. And here's the thing about that, okay? I also think it's weird that when adult men have Snapchat. Right? I think that's strange. It's a weird app for an adult man to have. But it doesn't bother me. I wouldn't put that if you were like, what are your pet peeves? I wouldn't be like, something someone else does that doesn't affect me any way at all. That's not something that I would put down as my pet peeve. Here's here's the thing though, Jeremy. Like I, He seems like a miserable person, but he's probably going to win. He does. Look, here's the thing. I have, I'm an adult man. I have Snapchat. But you got to remember when Snapchat came out. I was like 17 or 16. You were right there in the demographic. I was right there in the demographic, and I never got rid of it. Like, you know, it's the same reason, like, I still have Facebook. I still have Twitter. Because that's what was popular when I was 16 and 17. And I've never, I'm never going to get rid of it. So, yeah. There's adult males right now who have never experienced Snapchat that are signing up to use Snapchat. I think there's a lot of adult males that used to be 16-year-old males that had Snapchat that now have Snapchat. And he just sounds very bitter. Yeah, he does. He sounds like somebody who nobody would have talked to him on Snapchat. You know what I mean? Exactly. He's upset because he's never had a Snapchat streak last more than 10 days. That's exactly what it is. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds like an insult. So, boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. All right. Sure he's a- so, those are my two picks, Jay Maya and Brandon Donlin. Don't really like the Brandon Donlin pick, but he's probably going to win. He's probably going to win. And, you know, I will say this. If he wins, we called it. We did, After. and I will, and I will cut only that clip where I said he's probably going to win. Yeah, it's. I mean, you you got that from me too. Um, I will go with. I don't think you. Gosh, I hope you haven't taken this person. Now I'm wondering if you have. Uh, Katura tops. I haven't. Okay, yay. Um, let's see. She is a multi-dimensional woman. Uh, she's walking through the world as a black person, a woman, a queer person, and a child of poverty. Um, you know, see, that's not how I would use multidimensional, and that word's distracting me. Oh, no, I was like, no, no, was no. Like, does, she, does she live in the multiverse? No, no, no. She the different. Like those were two different answers. I'm sorry. Um, I, I was I I, can't, I went down to a different answer. Those were very different. Sorry. She she mentions that she's like brave and powerful and all that kind of stuff, and she feels like she can you know do a lot of stuff. Uh, all right feels like she plays like natalie and spencer you know here, here's my thing on the like who do you think you identify with the most i want somebody to come on here and be like i identify with like i don't know somebody that's like pretty been pretty terrible at the game like i just want them to pick like not like parv or whatever i want them to pick someone that's just like completely like out of nowhere like zach wartenberg or whatever his name is like, <laughs> somebody last i feel a day I feel like I identify with Reem. 
You know, like that's what I need. Like that's that's the energy that like if I was going on Survivor just to troll people, what just so that when people like us do drafty drafts, they refuse to pick me. And I'm gonna win because I'm really good at social stuff, but they don't know that because I said that I identify with Reem. <laughs> just to troll them. Um that would be how I would handle things. Uh which is why I'll never go on Survivor. Um she doesn't like slow walkers, slow talkers. Uh don't know what that means, but all right. Um, she says her biggest inspiration, and I'm starting to regret this pick immediately. Listen, we're in the last. We're in the last five. Her her inspiration is herself as a child, which I guess you know is kind of. I mean, in a weird like super in touch with yourself kind of way, which I will never be. Um, I guess that's a really cool answer. Um, you know, she talks about all the stuff that she had to go through and, like, she looks back and sees, the, like, the child from her childhood that she's made proud or whatever. Um, she says she's been preparing for this her whole whole life and didn't realize it. Um, so, yeah. Um, she doesn't like people who ooze privilege. Same. Uh, then, let's see. And the other one I'll go with is Caleb Gebrewald. It sounds a lot like Grindelwald from Harry Potter. Okay. And that's why I'm picking him. I know that sounds odd, but all right. Um, why do you want to be a part of Survivor? I remember laughing with my mom. Uh, people- he mentioned his mother. Um, um, he's from Canada, which, as you may not may know, we've had some Canadian success recently. Uh, been life started lifeguarding at 17 to start a painting business. Uh, love to say Tony, but he won't out of respect for Tony. I thought you would like that answer. I, that is a that's a phenomenal answer because one, everybody knows that Tony is my favorite survivor, and like for him to have like so much like reverence for him to say. You know, I really identify with Tony, but I can never put myself on that plane. That makes me think this dude might be the steal of the draft. He's going home first, folks. I think he could be the steal of the draft. Yep. And, you know, he talks about playing basketball and stuff. I like basketball. And who's his biggest inspiration, folks? Is it his mother? It's not his mom. It's his dad. Oh, there it is. Kind of like a mom, I guess. Kind of like a mom. Uh, his, His dad never graduated high school and was in jail for five years. And yet, still managed to get a degree from Russia, along with a nursing degree. That's that is just the coolest. I'm gonna be real with you, Justin. I looked at him. I liked a lot of what I saw. I couldn't make sense of all those countries there, and I just moved on. He was in jail in two countries and got a degree he, from a third country, and now they live in America. That's that was a lot. Yeah. Well, he at 16, he was slinging pizza and doing a painting business. Like, I don't know why he's going to do well in Survivor other than the Canadian thing. And he, he talked about his mom and he's a big fan of Tony. But that's why I'm going with him. Well, there it is. My next pick, I'm going with Brandon Brando Meyer. <laughs> I refused. I refused because he, he used Brando. I don't well, know. First of all, he has a nickname. Fair enough. Which means that he might stick around a while if they gave him a nickname. Um, well, see, but Brando sounds like a nickname he gave himself. Maybe. All right. Um, maybe. And that, that's possible. Um, his pet peeve is something that he won't encounter on the island. When someone takes the urinal directly next to you, okay. despite plenty of others being open. All right. Like, there's no, there's no urinal on the island. So, he'll, he'll be fine there. But um, he's right, Jeremy. Like, he's right. That's, that's a problem. That um, is, a, don't stand next to me. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. But I'm also like, let's be clear. Uh, let's let's share way too much at this point. We're probably about 40 minutes into the podcast. You're here. You're not leaving. And if you are, like, if you've been listening for 40 minutes, I've already gotten credit for you listening. So I don't care if you keep listening. Um, that's not true. I do care. I want you to keep listening. But I'm going to say this anyway. I have terrible bathroom etiquette, Justin. Oh no, Jeremy. And part of it is that like I'm just not self conscious in the slightest. Mm. So like. I'll straight up talk to you at the urinal. Oh, yeah, that's no. And I will avoid the urinal next to somebody, but really only because I know it bothers other people. Like, it doesn't bother me. Uh, Partially because I've gone to enough 
high school football games. I don't know if you're even old enough to have gone to a game with the trough. Have you ever experienced the trough, Justin? Like, once you've experienced that, all other etiquette is out the window. Ladies, if you're listening and no one has ever explained the trough to you, or if, gentlemen, if you have been so fortunate in your life that you've never been to a bathroom with a trough, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's either a trough, like a metal, long bucket, or it's a it's a williams Bryce Stadium in Columbia used to have like a ground trough, where it was just basically a tiled ditch in the ground that everybody just stands there and pees in. There's no urinals. It's the communal shower of the urinal world. You just... everybody just pees in the same bucket once you've experienced that it's hard to be like listen i i can't pee in the urinal next to another man because we've shared a trough before yeah yeah but see jeremy i've I've experienced the trough in the sense that like i walked in and i walked out no i I, mean i i'm i'm the type of person that like i'm very weird about my bathrooms like i don't really go to the bathroom at work just don't do it. <laughs> you, uh, you and I are very different. I use I the bathroom. My, I think my boss doesn't live this. I use this ba- the bathroom as a way to get out of the office. Okay. Now, I didn't say I didn't go to the bathroom. That's not <laughs> Let's make sure we, we get this correct. I didn't say I don't go to the bathroom. I said I don't use it at work. And, and not the, the not the first one. Everybody uses it the first way. It's the second way. I don't use it the second way. Um, and everybody knows what I mean by that. I, don't, I shouldn't have to get graphic with it. Uh, I won't use it at like a store either. Like Best Buy, no. Best Buy has clean bathrooms. Bucky's has clean bathrooms. Will not go for the second one. Um, Bucky's bathroom is a over. It's overwhelming, really. Yeah, it really is. But I still won't use it for that purpose. And so, if I've taken the bold step to go do the first one out in public. I don't want you standing next to me. In fact, my goal is to get the stall so I don't have to be near anyone. That's fair. Okay. Sorry. Now, we can continue on after this. Yeah. uh, So, stop. (laughs) Stop, if you will. Um, I I took Brandon Mayer last. I also like that he's big into puns. Um, And so that was fun. But yeah. We got sidetracked on that bathroom thing, and I don't even remember why I liked him. So we're going to move on. But Brandon, he likes puns. Uh, he seems like a nice enough guy, I think, really. Um, my last pick, I, I don't feel good about either of the dudes that are left. Um, and I hope you know who the two dudes are so that you can go to the last one as soon as I pick this guy. I'm tricking, picking Drew Basile, I believe is how you say his last name. I knew it. I felt it in my plums. Justin's plums. While we're here, Justin's plums are undefeated. He, he always gets good feelings in his plums, and it's usually right. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is going way off the rails. We, had, we, we promised them. it. We gave them a disclaimer at the front that we were going off the rails, and we did it. Um, I don't think he's going to do very well, to no. be honest. But we're down to our last two picks. Um, he, he could be a guy. He, he compares himself to... Uh, Cochran or Pinner, I could see him because he loves winning. Tri- he's he won a trivia national championship in 2019. Didn't even know that was a thing. I watched the national championship because the Georgia it, Bulldogs won two in a row. But not the trivia national championship. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he he. Yeah, he played the uh, trivia national championship and won. He's uh, nerdy is a way he describes himself. Um, his mom, I'm stealing from you. His mom is his inspiration. So take that and suck it. Um, and yeah, but I, I do think he's got potential as somebody like a Christian who Christian Hubicki, however you say his name, I say Hubicki, um, that could ingratiate himself with a group as like their smart guy and could, could carry him very deep. Of course, that also means he's going to be somebody that, they're going to be intimidated by, and as soon as as soon as it's time to cut bait on somebody, they're going to cut bait on him. But I'm going to take Drew Bastille. So that means I'm taking Sean Edwards. It does. Uh, it does mean that. Uh, he's from Provo, Utah. He's a school principal. Three words to describe himself: connection seeker, ambitiously minded, magnetic energy. Sean, I don't think they meant to try to do three words at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Words total, my guy. 
Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, Three word spurts, please. That's his new nickname. Um, he identifies with Zeke. Uh, would like to play like Suri and Todd. So, um, good and boring. Got it. Um, Woo, hot takes. Um, not boring. Let me back up. Suri's not boring. Todd is boring. Um, favorite hobbies is his husband, Matt. Oh, he's, he's a great cook. Uh, I, you know what? I like to eat. Oh, his favorite thing to do is eat. There it is. I found a reason to like Sean. We both I, enjoy food. I do think what's interesting with Sean, I didn't catch where he was from. A gay school principal from Utah. Yeah. From Provo, Utah mm-hmm. is that's that's whew. this man has seen some controversy. This man has been through some adversity. Yep. He he could be a very tough player. He could be. I like him. I'm telling you, I think this is the steal of the draft. You said that last pick. <laughs> I'm getting all the steals, Jeremy. All the steals. Uh, my older sister, speaking of uh, uh, George Costanza, uh, that was my George Costanza impression. Speaking of George Costanza, um, his older sister, Elaine, is his biggest inspiration. Um. She has autism. Um, she smiles, laughs, and gets through it. She, he hopes to have one ounce of one day have an ounce of her bravery. Uh, really great story there. Um, you know, I'm I'm really the more I read about this guy, I wish I'd have taken him like four picks ago. Um, I'm glad I got him at the end. But like the more I read about him, yeah, I mean this is he's my kind of player. Uh, he's a gay man who's overcome a lot of social and religious stigmas. Um, has helped him develop that me- mental grit, tenacity, and resilience. I mean, this is exactly what Jeremy was talking about, folks. He's been through some stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and he's a school principal, so he's the type of person, like, most school principals that I've met tend to have a, the ability to negotiate well, because you have to have that skill as a principal, I think. Uh, the ability to kind of like get on everyone's level, uh, whether it be the teachers um, or students. Um, and, you know, he's obviously doing it from a, uh, an area where like he's probably under a bit of a microscope, if we're being honest with ourselves, right? Like he's in Provo, Utah as a school principal. He's an openly gay man. Like he's probably under a bit of a microscope, if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, and so... You know, that probably, when he says he's a connection seeker, he probably is looking for connections. And he has uh, to do it fast because he has to he has to counter the preconceived notions. He has to quickly make connections with people. Yeah, and so I think he'll be really good at that. And, you know, like I said, he likes, his, his husband and him like to cook together. Uh, or, sorry, his husband likes to cook and he likes to eat the food. Um, I do that too. I'm, I'm a big eater of food that is cooked for me. Um, I don't know about you, Jeremy, but that's 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 all in. I'm all in on that. I'm a big eater of food that I cook. So I, that too. So there's that. Speaking of, you brought up George Costanza. You and I could probably win some costume contests as George and Kramer. Just saying. Oh my gosh, we really could. Um, we could dominate that. We we really we really could. Uh, remind me to tell you a story about that later. By the way. Oh, uh, some off the air content. I love it. Yeah. So, Back to the draft. That wraps it up. My roster is Jake, Austin, Sabaya, or Sabia. We'll find out. Kelly, Bruce, J. Maya, Brandon, Brando. Oh, now I get it. That's why he's Brando. There's two Brandons. I have both of them. That won't be confusing at all. Drew Basile. That's my roster. Helps us, Jeremy. Yeah. Because then I don't have to worry about which Brando I have. Right. Well, I have a Brandon and a Brando. You have Kendra, D, Sifu, Hannah, Julie, Emily, Katura, Caleb, and Sean. How do you feel about your roster? A lot of lot of lot of girl power, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, went all in on the, the the women. You did. Uh, and so I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Actually, you know, I'm I'm one to go with a theme. Uh, I went with the 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 father theme this time. Uh, you know, I got a lot of people with strong connections to their dads. 
Um, I mean, my project that Jeremy mentioned at the beginning is based about my relationship with my dad. So why not do a dad dad season? Uh, that makes perfect sense that I just thought of that after I drafted. Um, you did. You backed your way into a great theme. I did. Um, That's normally what I do, Jeremy. This cast, I, I'm curious to see who steps out as the characters. On the surface, I don't really see any really strong characters. I think Hannah Rose has a potential to be a really strong character. Agreed. Jay Maya, uh, just because I mean, she, she's a musician and she's kind of a character already. Um, One of the Brandons, the, the, the one who I thought was big, but he may not actually be big. I think he's got some potential to be a big character if he doesn't get voted out right away. And then Caleb. Caleb seems like there's just a lot to him. I think, I think this cast will be good. I mean, we're, we're coming off of a season where you and I specifically were not into it until the merge. Um, so I'm hoping that um, this season doesn't feel that way. Like, I'm hoping we'll get I hope they get. I hope Survivor gets out of their own way, and really lets the players play, uh, so that we can shake it off. <laughs> are you Are you Taylor Swifting again? I am. I'm so sorry. I couldn't help it. Um, players, you could help it. You could. I could. But 1989 comes out next month, and like it's a chance to work and shake it off, and players gonna play. And I know your sister listens to this, and she'll appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. I'm just gonna leave a big old blank space right there, just a big old blank space. Yeah, Jeremy joins the yeah, all right. Uh, I hate it. I hate it on our level. Uh, all right, well, Justin, I, I'm looking forward to this season. It starts next Wednesday, so uh, we're looking forward to watching along with you guys and and sharing our thoughts. And we hope everybody is excited as we are. All right, sounds good. All right, y'all have a great week.